0: Hey fans, we all love some good music. A variety of music. What if we could bring Chris Will Studios to you 24 7? That's a long work schedule. Maybe, but you know, we just might have it. The best variety of music for multiple decades live on your phone 24 7 with our Gay Orlando Live Online Radio Station. Better known as Go Live.
1: Download the TuneIn app and search for Go Live or go to chrisandwill.com for more info.
0: So, tune, tune in. in.
1: worldwide, (laughs) feel the hits, go live.
0: Hey, gang, we need your help. We want to be on the best podcast list. Our success is all because of you. You make us stronger, so let's make it even stronger.
1: All you have to do is vote and vote for us. Our dear friend, Rob Actis, is going to tell you how. Take it away,
0: Rob. Ladies and gentlemen, Chris and Will are amazing, and we want everybody to hear their podcast. So I invite you to go to podcastmagazine.com slash hot 50 and vote for
2: Chris and Will. Do it on a daily basis, and let's get them at the top 50 podcast magazine charts and get them on the Hot 50 countdown. Hey, what's this?
1: What about our life?
2: Is it that bad? No, what about our life with Chris
1: and Will? Oh, the show that gets you talking.
0: Yeah, and these two haven't stopped talking for three seasons. <laughs> what did one flame say to the other on Valentine's Day? Oh, I don't know, what? We're a perfect match.
2: <laughs> okay, buddy. <laughs>
0: Love, love, and lots of love from all of us to you. How are you guys?
1: Hi, happy Valentine's Day. Of
0: course, it's our special Valentine's Day episode. So yes, happy love day to all of you. It's another great episode of What About Our Life with Chris and Will. This week, of course, it's all about love. Uh. Yes, sweet, 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 sweet love. But you know what? Um. Something happened this week that mm-hmm. I want to kind of uh, bring up. It's like a little dedication, I think. It's a little bit of love because there was a lot of love in her heart, and a lot of love in her career, and a yeah. lot of l- success of love. And she sang a lot about love. And unfortunately, this week we lost one of the founding members of the Supremes, Mary Wilson. And you guys, last year, in 2020, prior to the pandemic, we had the pleasure of discussing and talking with Mary Mm -hmm. about coming on our show, and she was very excited to come on our show, and then the pandemic happened, and she wanted to wait until she was able to get back on the road to promote some, some of her projects coming on. Because, you know, a lot of our guests, they like to talk about some things and keep you informed uh-huh. about what's next for them. So she wanted to wait for a little while. And we actually were starting the process of getting that schedule going and getting her on the show because here in 2021 – we are going back to somewhat of a normal, and so she was very excited to be on our show and coming on our show, I should say. And unfortunately, she passed recently, and it's very it's it, it's very hard to digest. Mm-hmm. And doing this show, one of the things that um, we have had to come to an understanding in getting through all of this is learning about how do we kind of respond mm, when yeah. stuff like this happens because when they're on our show or they're a part of us and they'll contact us and then they they pass on those are moments and memories that we have with uh-huh. them and yeah there are quite a few we're not going to go through the list but there are quite a few that we've had in the past that have um, reached out to us, and we have had discussions with them, and they wanted to be on our show. we were discussing what to do and getting that scheduled. and then unfortunately, they something happens and they pass. And so you're kind of left with that, wow, yeah, you know, and so it's really it's really hard to digest. and it's really hard to come to terms with it. Uh, Mary was an amazing woman from what we gathered with Mary. She had a heart of gold, yes. super talented, extremely friendly, extraordinarily legend. She's truly is an amazing legend. And um, I would say that we are honored that we had some part of her life mm-hmm. and she was a part of our life. And though we weren't able to captivate her voice on our show, uh, do know that we captivated her voice for you guys in our hearts in the conversations that we've had. So our our condolences and our love and many, many hugs go yes. out to her family, to her fans. And um, I know Mary is out there somewhere listening to us and enjoying our show like she always has. And uh, so we wanted to take this time and remember mary from the supremes Mm -hmm. because the supremes did a lot for us oh yeah they really did and they did a lot of love and a lot of love songs so Mm -hmm. for valentine's day and you know i would say i don't want to say unfortunately but unfortunately we want we'd love to have this honor to say that uh we really really honor respect and love everything about mary wilson and and mary know you're always always loved from the world and you will be greatly Missed, and we're going to continue on that legacy by continuing our Valentine's Day episode and remembering all the love that she started for many artists. Yes, many, 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 many artists. So, we are loved that we can do this. Yeah, yeah, a lot with the show Uh and have these great memories. So, so yes, I wanted to talk about that for a little bit. So, it was, yes, it's kind of saddening, but But um, at the
1: same time, I think it's really not only of importance. But extremely um, navigating through those feelings, you know, it's it's healthy to express it.
0: Yeah, it is. It is. Because, you know, love is such a big word. Mm-hmm. And it can come from many different ways. And my best ex- explanation with love is feeling. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it really is feeling. Um, it's a, it, it, it kind of fills a space in a sense, if you think about it. Because when you know that you're loved you you feel you feel put together, yeah, and when you know that you don't feel loved, you feel apart and you feel separated you feel you have holes in you or voids in you and Th- that all and, kinds of different yeah. things, so love is a togetherness and and you know and love doesn't have to come from a companion or a Boyfriend, girlfriend, or husband, wife—love um, mm-hmm. can come from pets. Love can come from great hobbies and jobs, and mm-hmm. and just people and just yeah. environment. I mean, love can come in so many different ways because it helps you focus. Mm-hmm. It helps you drive your destiny in life. Wow, um, you know, in my sense, that's what religion was b- built off of—was love. You know it was built off of love and the world was to go and continue out that love and that's where respect yes. happiness that's mm-hmm. where equality that's yeah. where all that comes from is love yes is love i mean you, if you try to take that away and you take that away then you're conditioning love
2: mm-hmm. and
0: it's not love it's just my opinion you're just being an ass <laughs> i mean and that kind of goes into it. You can tell the difference between conditioned love. Conditioned love is formatted. One, two, three, bullet point. It is- Well, lined. not only that,
1: but I mean, you feel like uh, with a conditioned love, like it could take what unconditional love feels like and twists it.
0: Yeah. I, it's unnatural. Yeah. It's yeah. it's limited. It's, it's unnatural. And so- why do it? If you're going to condition a person and condition the love that you give to the person then why even be a part of their life? Exactly. Because it, it, at the end it's it's going to circle around to you. Uh-huh. Unconditional love is natural. Yes. You know books about love and guidance is it's guidance and guidance of love, I should say. It's all advice. It's not going to teach you how to love a person. Yeah. It's going to teach you what love is and how it's worked for someone else. You want to know how to love a person? then you're going to love them naturally. You're going to mm-hmm. know exactly. You're going to sit there and say, I don't need this book. I I'm, I know what makes that person happy. Wow. I know how it feels to make that person happy. So I'm going to make that person happy. And that's what love is. Yeah. Is when you don't need to be told how to love. You do it. You it and just do and it. don't, you know, all
1: this stuff about, you know, if you do this and the timing and, you know, certain aspects and all. No.
0: Yeah. Just, it's natural. Yeah, it's natural. It's natural. It kind of comes from love at first sight. Oh, because, yeah. Because you know, when you meet a person for the first time and you feel like, gosh, I feel like I've known you forever, you guys are sharing an energy but, that you've been wanting for a long time.
1: And very good point. You mentioned that because even with love at first sight, I think there's it could be a little bit more than just love at first sight. What if it's not for love at first sight? But you're feeling you know that love is immediately unconditional and you feel that and you're like, yeah, yeah,
0: well, that's what true love is. Yeah. When it's so natural, you don't even feel like you're in love. Yeah. Yeah. You're just, you know, that's kind of like with us. I mean, we never labeled it. Yeah. We just sit there. Okay. We're just happy with one another. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, but that means (laughs) you're in love. And it's like, I don't need to title it. I mean, at the end of the day, for the longest time, this is what's funny, for the longest time, for many years before Chris and Will would label it, mm-hmm. we would always call ourselves friends with benefits Yeah. because, yes, we were friends, but we also had sex together, too. And, you know, a lot of people are like, well, that's friends with benefits. But we were just in love. I mean, we just, the, the sex was fantastic and that kept us around. It wasn't like, but, it wasn't you know.
1: like, ooh, you know, I'm in love. It was more like, I, I'm happy.
0: Yeah, you well, know, you and be happy and that's that's the fun. That's the funny thing about it. And, you know, I always have this trick. I always sit there and go, you know, you have to try out the goods before you commit. To the <laughs> goods. I always say that and people are like you mean you, you go and try to have sex with them the first time. It's like, no, I don't necessarily have to have sex with them the first time. I just need to know that there's something worth staying around with or that they can use it mm-hmm. properly. Obviously 21 years later, Willie's got the equipment and Willie knows how to use it. So, and he still does. So, yes. you know, don't, <laughs> don't be sending me no Viagra because that ain't going to happen in this uh-huh. relationship. And, uh-uh. yeah, and, you know, uh, it was funny. We went to, we we went and seen a doctor not too long ago. We were switching up blood pressure meds or whatever. And I had asked a question about a certain side effect and, and she goes, were well, you having problems in the bed? And I go, oh no, honey, that, that department's still going. Yes. There's no problem with it at all. That's not, that's not <laughs> the thing. And she started laughing. And it's just like, you know, we we that's what we are. We fall in love with each other. So we keep our relationship fresh. And that's what true love is. And it, it, it engulfs the feelings in love. Because, you know, when you're away from each other and you start to feel lost and you're like, gosh, you know, he drives me nuts when I'm around them. But then when I'm away from it, it's like, I can't wait to be back with him. That's called love, you guys. Mm -hmm. And you know, there is no age in love. Age is just a number. Mm -hmm. It really is. And you can get lost in love. It can be dangerous, but it can be fun at the same time. And you know, there is no real way on how to fall in love. It just, it just, when it's ready to happen, it's ready to happen. But you know, one thing about love is heartbreak. Yeah, we've all been there. And you know, our first love was always the storytelling of love. Now I've had my first love with a, a a girl as well as a guy, and you know there wasn't much of a difference there. It was the rea- the reaction to both of them were the same, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. It still broke my heart in the same sense. It didn't change anything in a way. Yeah. Um. I just I the only downside to it is is as you know my first love with a girl was when i was in 8th grade maybe and i really didn't know what it was i mean i just didn't know yeah. i i had an attraction to the girl and we had a lot of great times and i remember we would go to the fair and all that fun stuff and then as an adult my first gay love that i had um it was the same, it was kind of the same thing, except the only thing of it is, is as a kid, the people around you, when you have a heartbreak, they seem to care that you have heartbreak. Mm-hmm. And as an adult, they seem to freak out. Wow. People around you seem to freak out when you have a heartbreak, because they automatically think that you're going to do something stupid.
1: Oh.
0: And, um, you know, my uh, my first heartbreak that I had in gay love, my dream job, sent me to a mental hospital for heartbreak. Yeah. That devastated me more than the breakup. Mm. It really did. But note that all of my relationships that I've had prior to Willie, uh, we are still friends and good friends. And Willie has met all of them. Yeah. Uh huh. And, you know, we all enjoy our company equally. And that's what's good about it. But, you know, is it okay for heartbreak? Uh,
1: wow. That's I don't want to say that's a tricky question, but I, I guess you have to accept it. Only because, I mean, you don't want to experience it because you know you're. But if without experience it, you assume, oh, what does it feel like? Why would you I want think to feel that? Okay, well, but you, it's like yeah. with
0: anything, you have to learn. Yeah. It grows you because it does every relationship's going to have its ups, its downs and its barriers and what I should do, what I shouldn't do. Uh-huh. And it's also going to have its experiences because what you've experienced in one relationship, you may not be willing to experience again.
1: Right. Or it could come in another form. And it,
0: yeah, it could come in another form. So there's always learning from heartbreak. Yeah, I think um, the most important thing about heartbreak is, again, learning from it and don't give up from it yeah don't give it thought wow don't give it thought because heartbreak again is just another emotion that you're born with and it's you're gonna have heartbreak can be the loss of a loved one it doesn't Mm -hmm. have to be a relationship it can be a loss of anything so heartbreak gives you the ability to reminisce on the situation good and bad but if you give it too much thought, mm-hmm. then you're gonna overplay it. Yeah. And then your mind's gonna be like a cassette tape that's overplayed, and then the the uh, tape goes all up in the uh, machine <laughs> and you have to figure out how to get it, and then you're spending an hour or two trying to wind up that tape to the point to where you're like, screw this, yeah, screw this. Mm-hmm. So don't give it much thought. Find a way. Yeah. Find a way. Remember, your past is your future. Because your past, from what you learn from your past, what you do from your past is the direction of how your future will be. Wow! Will you change from your past or will you continue it? Will you make it better from your past or will you not? Yeah. You know, you, a lot of parents always say that I'm going to raise my kids differently than how I was brought up.
1: Wow! So
0: remember, that mm. is because of their past. So yeah. their past is going to be their future. And it could be good and it can be bad either way. Don't worry about it, survive it. That's all that matters. Survive it because survival is key. You know, you're not gonna live, you're not gonna struggle from it, you're gonna survive it, that's the way it goes. And then that kind of brings you into Valentine's Day. Yeah. Growing up with Valentine's Day, do you remember the cards? Yes. Giving out little cards. Well, a little candy. Yes. yes. Adults don't do that anymore. No, I don't.
1: And you know, I think that you know, when going in school and you'd be like, oh, Do I really have to give every single kid in the class a Valentine's Day card? You know, but then at the same time, doing it actually, you're when you put th- some thought into it, you're like Yeah, but maybe that might cheer whoever you don't want to give it to, it It would make their
0: day. It had a meaning to it. And and it's kind of interesting because I find this theory, it's very interesting that we give cards of happiness and love during Valentine's Day as a kid. And as an adult, we give that as Christmas cards.
2: Right. When in theory,
0: we should really be doing it on both, if not on Valentine's Day, more than Christmas cards. Because in Christmas, you're going to give out gifts. In most cases yeah. unless you're giving somebody a gift card yeah. so christmas cards they're great to have and they're great reminiscings. but i think for valentine's day i think a person receiving a card just to say hey i love you you're a great part of my life that to me almost means more than saying Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays yes, when you're yes. already getting that anyway. Yes. Whereas on Valentine's Day, it's the one time I think of the year that we are supposed to remind each other that we care for one another. Wow. Yeah. So I think it's kind of interesting. Yeah. Because the adult meeting is really more forced than it is anything. Hey, you know what? I'm going to tell you what. Willie and I have complications figuring out anniversary dates. <laughs> So at the end of the day, that's never going to be a problem for yeah. us. We're never uh-huh. going to go to an no old dog house for, for getting it yeah. the anniversary. Cause we, we just don't know. We, we, we don't remember and it don't matter. So Valentine's day to us, we always know what day it is. And Valentine's day is always just going to be a love thing. But you know, we share a bond and love yes. any day of the year, yes. every day of the year. And you know, I'm going to tell you, be point blank with you. The sex ain't any different on Valentine's day than it is any other day in mm-hmm. the year. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Now, on birthdays and anniversary dates, the sex might be a little bit harder, faster, a little bit rougher, you know, maybe get Willie in some leather and tie him up for uh, the wall. Maybe, uh, maybe who knows? It just, <laughs> it just depends. But I think sometimes the most thrilling thing that even when we were growing up, the best difference in sex was changing the lube. Hmm, yeah. Pretty much. Changing Flavored? The lube. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Oh yeah, I remember when they used to have? They started, they started coming out with the flavored stuff. Yes. And you know, some of them were really good, and you know, some of them it's just like, you know, I don't, I don't need a cock to put this on. I'm just oh gonna, my
2: gosh! I'm just, gonna, <laughs> I'm
0: just gonna, I'm just gonna put it on a biscuit and just start eating the biscuit with the flavored lube. Yeah. Oh, what kind of sauce do you have there? No, it's lube. Really? Yes, yeah, it's strawberry lube. I'm gonna put it on a big biscuit. And, and it actually, it's yummy. Yeah, of course it is. Of course it is. Okay.
2: Yeah. but anyway,
0: <laughs> uh, I haven't tried that. I probably we have to try. or oh, remember when everybody would do the whipped cream thing? Yeah. Oh my gosh, it was we, messy though. It was. It was messy, and you got full. So by yeah. the time, by the time you ate all the whipped cream, you're too damn bloated that the fact exactly. that God, you, know, you ain't gonna have sex afterwards because yeah. you're gonna be throwing up in the middle of it. And you're it's just like, like uh-huh. I'm. I'm fine. Yeah. Uh, and then sometimes, sometimes. All that stuff gives you gas. Uh-huh. It gives you <laughs> gas. So imagine a gay couple trying to have sex with after all of that. And, and then just the only, you don't hear no slapping. All you hear is fatulence just going in. You just hear farts going around. And to the point where you're, it's, you're just laughing so much that you forget about that you can't get turned on anymore because you farted so bad. I mean. Well, the thing was, is because the whipped cream, you know, if you don't. <laughs>
1: <laughs> if it's not licked up after a certain period of time, it becomes a little runny.
0: It does. It, also, it, really, it's just, it's it doesn't just messy. stay
1: so fluffy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, anyways. It's messy. Yes.
0: And you know, it again, singled meaning you just use toys. Um, you know, if you have an Ikea that's near you, they have batteries that are like $2 in the box. Yes, they have a yes. box of batteries that are $2. Uh huh. If you don't, I'm pretty sure we don't really go to dollar stores, but I'm pretty sure you can get batteries there. Um, I don't know how well they work, but just get new toys. If you don't have toys or you don't want toys, then uh, just- Be creative. Wash your hands as the CDC. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I don't <laughs> I don't know. Um, but anyway, Valentine's Day is natural, it's not a loved, it's not a push thing in a sense. And yeah, St. Valentine's Day, as it's called, is recognized as a, as a significant culture, religious, and commercial celebration of romance and love. That is actually the meaning behind it. Mm-hmm. It was established by Pope Gillesius I. A.D. four ninety six in honor of Saint Valentine of Rome. Wow! It is celebrated in multiple ways in many different countries. Some with cards, chocolate, roses, and of course, the best part about it—sex. Hmm. You know, that's generally the way the way it goes with it. Yeah. And that and there's a lot of contributing to Valentine's Day because there's a lot of dancing, a lot of a lot of different romantic things going on. It kind of brings you into love songs. Yeah. Music is a big part of that so when you go into love songs growing up with a different love songs what love songs comes to mind oh my gosh save the best for last vanessa Williams. yes this magic moment the drifters of course uh unchained melody righteous brother yes, stand yes. by me ben yes King. Mm-hmm. at last at a change yeah let's um you know Let's start together or something around that with Al Green. Yeah. What, would you, what was your favorite love song? Favorite that love you would song? Have, to say? Um,
1: have I Told You Lately That I Love You? I think that was Rod Stewart.
0: Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. And you know, our good friend Taylor. Yes. Who sings a lot of love songs. Uh She's got a lot of good ones out there, too. Of course. Of course. But, you know, The Knot, who has a lot of wedding stuff and does a lot of wedding plannings, they have listed a lot of the best love songs, top love songs of all time that people do for, like, weddings and stuff like that. I'm not going to go through the whole list. Yeah. But I'm going to give you a few and see if they kind of recognize. Of course, we mentioned... Uh, Unchained melody. What about uh, "In Your Eyes" by Peter Gabriel? Yeah, yeah, yep. The first time I saw your face, Roberta Flack. Yeah, that's a good one. Ah, uh, time after time, Cindy Lauper. Yes, and of course, Dolly Parton's version and Whitney Houston's versions of "I Will Always Love You." Now,
1: I don't know if it's on the list or not. It probably is, and I think this is more of like for yourself. The greatest love of all, Whitney Houston.
0: Yes, yes, and then absolutely, because it's, it's so important to love yourself. Of course, it is. Endless love, that's been redone many a times, mm-hmm. but the original Diana Ross and Lionel Richie. Yeah, first, of course. Uh-huh. Um.
1: Oh, that, uh, I love you always, forever, Donna, Donna Lewis.
0: Lewis. Oh, I haven't spoken to Donna in a long time. Oh, my gosh. I'm going to have to reach out to Donna. My heart will go on the Titanic theme. That's an interesting one. Um, You are my sunshine of my life. Stevie Wonder, crazy for you, Madonna, Mm -hmm. maybe.
2: Uh,
0: How about some country songs? Some country songs. I keep on loving you, Reba Uh McIntyre. Through the years, Kenny Rogers. I was going to say Kenny G. I don't know why. (laughs) Kenny G does a lot of love songs, too. He does. Yeah. Uh, Amazed by Lone Star. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Forever and ever, Amen by Randy Travis, yes. and of course one of our favorites, I cross my heart by George Strait. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. To make you feel my love, Garth Brooks. Two Sparrows in a Hurricane. I love Tanya Tucker. Mm-hmm. How about uh, rock love songs? Crazy Little Things Called Love by Queen. Yes, 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 of course. When You Love a Woman by Journey. Wow. Uh, Wild Horses, Rolling Stone. Yeah, that's on the list. A uh, whole lot of love, Led Zeppelin. Love of My Life, again, Queen. Yeah, something by the Beatles, "Faithfully Journey." Of course, "You Make Loving Fun" by Fleetwood Mac. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. "Everlong" by Foo Fighters. Oh, yep, Yeah. Indie love songs. Let's see what's on this list. "The Blower's Daughter" uh, by Damien Rice. We've heard that one. That was pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. We're still going through the list. There's quite a few of them because, like I said, I, I'm limited on time all the best modern songs make you feel my love by Adele. Yeah. Yes. Uh Leading
1: Love of Leon Lewis. Leona Lewis. Love
0: Story Taylor Swift. Yep. Yep, 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 Uh It Will Rain I don't know how that's a great love song by Bruno Mars. I don't um I don't know about that one. Uh You Belong to Me Patsy Cline. Yeah. If I never met you by Barbara Streisand, that's a Ooh. good one. Yep. My girl by the Temptations. Yes. yes. Lady by Kenny Rogers. Mm-hmm. Can't just Can't Stop Loving You, Michael Jackson. Of
1: course. So yeah, there's a lot of them. A lot, yes. There is
0: absolutely and a you know lot what's
1: interesting though is it's all about love. There's so many songs to not yeah. only feel, but you know, talk about love. And I think because it's so vast. That's what it's amazing yeah. about it.
0: Well, you know, a lot of people ask, what is Willie and Chris and Will's songs? We have actually, we have a song for every state we've traveled in, and we probably have numerous ones. And yes. I can't really name any of them right at the moment. But, um, <sighs> A song from Tangled. A lot of our love songs that we have yes. for the wedding is generally Disney songs. In yeah, a lot of way.
1: Uh, I See the Light, I See the Light, oh, that's many uh, more. Yes, yeah. is
0: is our actual song. Um, but we have so many, but but there is one I actually sang to Willie the first date that we, yes, had, oh. um, and it was called uh. Valentine.
1: Yes. Martino McBride. Martina
0: McBride. McBride And um, uh, the piano man, Jim Brickman. Yes. Yes. So that is actually our true one. I sing to that. I sing to Willie a lot because he has my concert because I have to work on my own voice with stuff like that. But music is the ethic of your life. And it tells your true story mm-hmm. in a lot of different ways. And today, you know, we have a great guest that's going to go through a lot of love with you. She's a new up-and-coming recording artist. She's had some great successes. Her newest song that is out is called La La Love Me. Mm-hmm. It is magnificent. Yes. it You know, it gives me the ethics of not only her mother, but... um. Gosh, who else uh, has a little bit of Adele in it?
1: Mm-hmm. Um, um, Amy Winehouse. Amy
0: Winehouse. Yes. She's got a lot of great, yeah. her, her voice is magnificent. Her music is amazing. amazing. You need to check her out on YouTube. Yes. Uh, she is the daughter of Grammy and Academy Award winner, Annie Lennox. We all love Annie Lennox, uh-huh. originally from the Eurythmics. Yep, And of course, a lot of great songs uh, from Annie. We actually follow Annie and Lola um on instagram Mm -hmm. yes yes and lola has a hot boyfriend you guys oh wow he is so (laughs) gorgeous he is actually a male model he's got a lot of talent he sings he does a lot of other different um artist prob uh, artist stuff like acting i think i wanted Mm -hmm. to say um but they look so great together what a great uh couple to have on our show um she has been hitting the charts she's got nostalgia uh, Modern style of music in the books She works with writers E.G. White from Florence and the Machine And Sam Smith, Wow, Dan Wilson of Adele uh, As well as writers who have written for Leanne Rines And um, Leona Lewis Nice. We are talking, and of course her mother produces some of her music And she's been doing a lot of recording at home So we are talking about Lola Lennox, you guys yes. We are so excited to have her on the show so, we want you to enjoy this Valentine's Day for a special love edition of What About Our Life as we welcome Lola Linux to the show. So, sit back, relax. We're going to give Lola a call and we're going to give you the best Valentine's Day treat ever. Yeah. So, Lola Linux is coming up. When you put the pandemic aside, you start to look at your own inner self, which means your own sufferings. We're all going through something in life.
1: Yes.
0: Part of our brand is to help and continue to help.
1: And help is what is needed sometimes just to be able to focus and focus the right way. I've dealt with mental abuse, anxiety, depression, and a list of other issues that I struggle with overcoming every day.
0: Both of us have dealt with some sort of issues, with my own issues like heart disease, and so forth. That stuff takes a toll on you, and sometimes we wanna give up. Please, please don't.
1: Just like with us, you'll survive all of this, and no matter the current times, we're all going to live happy.
0: We have created the Best Friends Forever Foundation, completely managed by us and our team, totally funded by our company. It is built with you in mind, you need someone to talk to, be your friend, offer you help, or just your chat friend, we can help. Need help? We will set it up and pay for it to get you the help you need. Working with some of the best doctors in the country, believe me, we are all in it for you.
1: Our goal is to have assistance available to you whenever needed, even if it is to talk. We want to have a safe house for you to go get more assistance. These facilities will be nearest to you and guaranteed to be there for you.
0: In dedication of celebrating you and giving you love with awareness, we have William's Heart Pen, available online to wear close to your hearts. Proceeds go directly into the foundation. Go to chrisandwill.com for all the details. Remember, you are loved. We love you. Love yourself, and
1: the world will love you in return. Chris and Will, introducing you to an amazing getaway. For the first time, we both treated ourselves
0: to a day of pampering. If you're in the Tampa, Florida area, then please make sure to treat your own self to a day like we did at Spa Nirvana, a sanctuary for face and body, a spa day for men and women.
1: The staff is so friendly. The place is clean. Looks amazing, and the best of it, they're following the safety guidelines during these current times.
0: Truly a professional
1: environment. The cost isn't bad neither. Make your appointment today. Imagine a day where you can get the most incredible stress-free relaxing massage, body work, facial rejuvenation, and microdermabrasion. They have so much more to offer, including their signature facial services, including an aluminum oxide-free crystal microdermabrasion facial. The lifting facial of mature skin, and the most comprehensive, purifying, deep cleansing facial. Plus, you just can't beat the environment of soothing music. Healthy snacks and drinks, and you just have to see it
0: for yourself. Guys, it's totally worth it. This is a weekly thing for us now, and I can't wait to go again. This is a Chris Will Highly Recommendation.
1: Spanirvana.com is the website. You can go to chrisandwill.com for the link as well. Spa Nirvana, 811 Court Street, Clearwater, Florida 33756. Call 727-447-7546 to make your appointment today. Services are by appointment only, and they are filling up fast. So treat yourself, your inner self, to a vacation day at Spa Nirvana. We are honored to welcome charting recording artist,
2: lola lennox hi it's lola lennox here hi
0: how are you
2: hi i'm doing good thanks how are you guys
0: oh we are so wonderful thank you for asking
2: (laughs) so good thank you thank you for having me on yes of of course. course of course
0: how is la right now
2: my version of la is pretty quiet um i've i'm living in in my apartment um i have a little home studio so i'm making music a lot Uh trying to stay safe and responsible you know la as a city is not doing so well the numbers for covid are really bad so i'm just staying as um safe and low-key as i can
0: yes Mm -hmm. i bet i bet we have a lot of friends in la and of course we we visit la often prior to covid but uh It's just so sad. It's such a sad, sad thing to hear every day. But Mm -hmm. that's great. I'm glad that you are able to record music because this is so exciting. It is. It is very, very exciting. So, So I have to ask, at what point did you, one, did you know that you could sing? And two, that you knew that you should be singing as a career?
2: I was really drawn to music from a very young age, like, I was around it a lot as a kid, um, and it it's really struck me with the power of it. Um, And so, when I was about eight, I there was a school singing teacher, and I knocked on her door and was like, "Hey, can we like have lessons, please?" Uh And from that point on, I was like always writing like lyrics at home to songs that I loved and like learning the songs. I did all kind of genres and competitions at school and school choirs and all this kind of stuff, I was really immersed in it. Um, and, you know, I I always wanted my, like, adult life to be as immersed in music. Like, it was the thing that spoke to me most. So, mm-hmm. um, as a kid, I knew very strongly that this is what I wanted to be doing.
0: That's amazing. It is, it, it is. And, you know, when we, when we both first listened to your music, And I'm sitting there going, wow, of course, you know, you have a little bit of your mother in you. And, um, but the styles are just, you're so unique. Your voice is just like, bam. It's like, I, you know, I, it kind of reminded me of a modern day Amy Winehouse yeah. if you think about it mm-hmm. your style is just Thank so you. unique oh yes. yes i mean we love yes. amy she her talent was just so incredible and yeah. you you really bring that ethics to your to your yeah. music and the fact that you write your own lyrics
1: that's amazing by the way i mean it's interesting <laughs> you were talking about how you know at a very young age that you were you know your interest you felt this thing about music and I've had a similar uh, background in music, too. Um, I started playing piano when I was eight years old. Um, I started writing music um, around, like, 14, 15. And just, um, I even for a little bit, uh, taught uh, piano for, like, uh, five-year-olds and stuff. But what mm. I really connect with is how you release, you know, like, you the music is a release. And I love that. And it's so authentic can you yes. describe that a little right, bit more? thank
2: you you're welcome yeah I mean thank you for the kind words and it means a lot that you feel that way because I've always felt like music feels like an imprint of each person who's writing it or singing it soul like someone like Amy Winehouse like I listen to the tone of her voice and I hear the pain and I hear uh-huh. I hear her character in there so Since I've been young, like I've had this awareness that when you sing, it's tuning into a part of yourself that's quite like a a very deep and a pure part. Mm -hmm. And by pure, it doesn't mean innocent. It means vulnerable or or strong or just totally emotionally honest. Um, Right. So I, I try to, like, go to that place when I'm singing and, and when I'm writing so that it is like a, a, a true expression of who I am.
0: Yes, that is amazing. And it, it shows. It really does show. And, you know, I want to say that's also another uh, trait that you carry on from your mother because your mother – I, I say does the same thing. Everything that she touches and sings about, you can see that it's it's deep within her. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. I think that's a great trait that you that you you carry with that. But you do it in such again, such a unique way that it's we, we've had several team members on our crew listen yes. to your music and we show we, we showed them the videos and every single one of them goes, Wow. This is very unique. This is great. Yeah. <laughs> Why haven't I heard of this before? And I'm like, I'm like, I'm telling you, this is, you are, you, you're just, you are headed for a Grammy, my dear. Yes! I say yes. totally oh. <laughs> headed. It you're is, kind, thank you. Yeah, it, you're, you're just very talented. I mean, very, very, very talented. So let's, let's touch a little bit about um you're, you're bringing up. Now, of course, your mother is Annie Lennox, which is fabulous. Um, you know, if you ever talk to her, she's on our bucket list to see her perform in person. We mm-hmm. have yet to have been able to do that. <laughs> um, that is on our bucket list, but we obviously grew up with her music, yeah. uh, listening to her uh, as a child. And then, you know, you as her daughter, what what is it like to be the daughter of a rock star, in a sense?
2: I mean, the primary thing, to be honest, is that she really focused on bringing my sister and I up and as like normal a situation as possible.
0: Yeah. Um,
2: as a kid, I didn't pay too much attention to like being the daughter of a rock star. Like even saying that sentence, I'm like, it, it's just kind of this tag that right. is maybe part of me, but is not like it's never been the definitive thing for who I am. I haven't given it too much thought really. I Mm -hmm. I try to just get get on with um my thing and you know, she's she's my mum primarily. But then of course that is the reality too. So, you know, as a kid I I would you know, I was exposed to a lot of music through her and a lot of creative expression and I could I could watch her making albums or hear her writing the songs and we'd go on the road and I'd watch her perform a lot and those were always amazing. But It's funny, it was like, she was almost like, when she was in that professional environment, she was like the Annie Lennox person, but it was like a, it was different to to my mom in a way.
0: Yes, I bet, Mm -hmm. I bet. Now, speaking of that a little bit, did you, through the music that she introduced you to, and I'm sure you've met many people along the way, in that that, uh, position, did you find yourself Finding a mentor and meeting maybe that mentor and that mentor maybe driving you into your own style of singing.
2: I think I found inspiration mainly through singers. I I had singing, like, I had singing teachers at school who were fantastic, and uh-huh. they definitely were mentors um, towards like honing my craft and like pulling out my voice, um, and they were so encouraging. I didn't have, like, mentors as an artist, but i said I've met people along the way, um, you know, co-writers or producers or people in the industry and we'll have conversations, and that's always inspiring. But I think the greatest mentors really are, are just listening to um, artists who inspire you and, like, really sitting with the music and trying to uh, let it teach you. Yeah. Right,
0: absolutely. Wow. Who would you say the most inspiring artist uh, would be for you
2: mm, it's a hard one <laughs> um, I can can I guess can I give a couple yes <laughs> yeah, of course like I love female powerful voices that are like as vulnerable as they are strong. Um, yes. So people like Dusty Springfield or Nina Simone, uh-huh. Amy Winehouse would be in there. Um, Aretha Franklin. Wow. You know, I don't know how vulnerable she is. She's just powerful, really. Right. <laughs> mm-hmm. But uh, she's vulnerable, too. She is. Um, uh, Adele, you know, I love these soulful voices.
0: Wow. That's mm-hmm. that's good. And yeah. you actually, I read where you are working with one of Adele's writers.
2: Yeah, I wrote with um, Dan Wilson, who wrote Someone Like You.
0: That's great. That's incredible. So do you see yourself maybe uh, creating a bucket list and saying you're going to make a song with Adele?
2: I don't I have no idea but it would be amazing. I would love to. Yes. 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 We're going to put the positive <laughs> that
0: would be fun. We'll put the positive vibes in there yes. and we'll make it a, a a must-do goal. Yeah. For you. Uh-huh. That, that would be <laughs> That's great. That two,
2: is two chatty Brits in a room. That's right.
0: That's right. That's right. That that would be awesome. It's powerful music. Yeah. I mean, both of you combined, yeah. I can listen to a lot of uh, different ways that Adele does things and then how you do things. Mm-hmm. It's just a, an amazing collaboration. And I also came across, I saw the uh, YouTube video that you did with your mother. And because when we first started with uh, asking for the interview, it was like, oh, okay. I wonder if she's done a song with her with her mother. And then I saw that and just, it, it was just amazing. Yeah. I mean, it was just so, it, it was just grand. Yeah. And then when you go to the new song that you have, which we absolutely love. love. <laughs> yes. Totally love it. I mean, we can't stop listening to yeah, it. Yeah. Um, it is just so catchy in so many different ways. And then I find out that um you worked that your mother, of course, produces your career, a little bit of your music, and that she helped work on that song. And then you're okay. Uh, pardon me for saying this, but your your hot looking boyfriend that you have right now, Brendan Wright, <laughs> yeah. also worked on it, and he's got a, yeah. lo- a lot of talent as well, not yeah. just with modeling, but uh, we watched some of his Instagram videos, and he's got a voice. He's, yeah. So you're surrounded yeah. by yeah. a lot of talent. Mm-hmm. So with all that talent combined, is it hard to make music together?
2: no it was it was actually so fun and so simple annoying because we like know each other so well like it all came about in such a random way like i was looking for a producer to finish a song and like the people i was trying it like really wasn't gelling and i was like kind of complaining about it to my mom being like i don't know what to do and uh-huh. she was like why don't we just try uh-huh. um and i was like okay let's go for it and yeah it so well like we all get each other's um, uh, musical like tastes and references and uh, there's like a, a mutual respect and trust in the studio and it just, it just clicked.
0: And that, it, that's, that's amazing. Yeah. that's And the fact that I learned, did you record this song at home?
2: Yeah. So wow.
0: I have
2: a, yeah, I mean, and thank God because of COVID, like I don't, I wouldn't have studio access. I have a, Home studio setup, which Brayden set up for me because he he's a producer and he he's an uh-huh. artist as well. He released an album a few years ago, and um, so so we have this little setup, and he's he's really good at the technical side of things. Me, I'm okay, but right. our, <laughs> uh, we all kind of like have our own little roles while we're making the music at home. And also with Lala La Love Me, um, it was COVID when we were doing it, so. My mom, I don't. She, I don't want her to come. She doesn't want to come over. It's not right for her to come over to my place because there's people and stuff. So, so we did it all like over email and FaceTime and like we made it work.
0: That is incredible. Yeah. That's incredible. Definitely. The new generation of making music. There you go. I agree.
2: Yeah, I mean, Billie Eilish is like the best example. Like, all her uh-huh. music is just made from her bedroom, and she's the biggest artist in the world right now.
0: Wow. that's mm-hmm. I did not know that. That is interesting. Yeah. Very interesting.
2: Yeah. Well, and you were talking about
1: "Lala La Love Me. Now, that song, I from what I read, it's an homage to, like, 60s music, you know, girl groups. But there's so much There's a lot more to that song At least from when I heard it And what I feel Is soul I feel like not only that But that there are Like it's very soul lifting And there's happy feels too And it's simplistic There's what a bass Congo and a piano And then obviously you singing But it's so strength And like just happy I love it what were you thinking when you did this? Produced this at home?
2: Yeah, I mean, I wanted to re- make a song that felt like a party and felt like a celebration. Um, it's very vibrant and colorful, and it's dreamlike too. It's like yes, and when I'm singing, it's like thinking of a better, like hoping to have this like better life with this like true love and everything's great. And I just want people to put it on and like feel positive vibes from it. Um, and the thing with the, the Motown and the 60s and the, and the soul thing, like, for me, like, with my music, I always focus on drawing from those times in the 60s. And those are my, fav- my favorite music from those times. But uh-huh. I don't want it to be like a throwback record. I want it to feel like, wow, what is this? It's new. I've never heard this before. And I love that. It modern and, and fresh. Yes. So all the production, the production approach is like totally modern, but the instrumentation is old school.
0: Yes. Mm-hmm. And you know, it was it's interesting you say that because we had a conversation with somebody just recently and we were talking about, you know, how like with golden age Hollywood, how that's kind of fading out and how um, some of the older uh, times of music has kind of stayed a little bit quiet, but it's creeping back in and the newer generations are absolutely falling in love with the classics and you know the 80s and the 90s and the 70s and the 60s the 50s even beyond all that music has become a new thing now and so mm-hmm. when you are reintroducing it your own way and as as your own talent as if you were a part of that time period that's just incredible because that not only makes that generation want more but it makes the newer generation want to go look back Mm -hmm. and that's just that's amazing so i love that absolutely
2: my favorite music is from the old school and i'm not really into like musical fashion trends where like oh that sounds cool but it sounds like everybody else like that's popular in this moment like I, i i think digging into the past is like my my favorite thing to do with music
0: Oh yes, mm-hmm. that is ours too. I yeah. can sit and play uh, music from way back when uh, just consistently all day long yeah. and you know it, it's almost like music back then had such a grand meaning to it and yes. it had such a purpose and, and mm-hmm. the messages that it sent to you and you you were just part of that song some way or another mm-hmm. you were part of it and I think that generation got the music way of life the right way and some artists nowadays do that but some artists they kind of lose that uh that umph if that's what i'm looking for and so i i just every song that you've produced or Uh every song that you've you've done Uh has given that message yeah that's why I you're going places i have to say you're definitely going places (laughs) Mm -hmm. that's just that's just incredible now how many songs have you produced so far so i've
2: released four singles, In the Wild, Pale, Back at Wrong and Lala Love Me. Um nice. I've written like hundreds or well, <laughs> maybe over a, maybe less than two hundred, but in, it's in the hundred nice. region. Um but but there's a big difference between writing a song and like finishing it and doing yes. the production. And mm-hmm. it's, it's, that's a completely different thing. And I, that's something kind of more new to me and I've been learning only really last year. Um, and it's, it's so technical and it's so detailed when you're doing production, like, woof, you have to like dive into the every little, everything. uh uh-huh. Yeah. But, um, it's, it's fun. Like you're, I'm learning as I go. So
0: And, you know, and you have to have patience for it because, uh, Willie here is, he's the technical side, just in the same <laughs> position. And me, I'm just, I'm like, okay, uh. When are we going to start? Uh, let's do this, and then nope, you have to do yeah. this. No, nope, can we just start? No, nope, you have to do. It. And it's like, <laughs> yeah. so you have to build patience with it. So that's, so I, I definitely agree. Now, now with COVID and the whole year, everybody had to stay home. I'm quite sure that this learning process made it a little bit easier for you to. So now maybe in 2021, hopefully, it prepares you to might see you on the road yeah. at some point.
2: I would love to be performing. I I miss it, and I can't wait to like get in a room and with a mic and actually being able to sing these songs in front of people. And who knows what's going to happen in the world, but you know, when when it's safe and when we're ready for it, I would love to go on the road.
0: Oh, well, we definitely are looking forward mm-hmm. to it because I can only imagine you. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. As a kid, and you you watch your mother on that stage, and you and you see how she feeds in on that crowd response and I can, I can almost see that I would be putting myself that like, okay, I want to be on that stage. I want to get that. I want to be fed that energy that the audience has given me because it's so powerful. And so I'm, I can only imagine that you're eager to start feeling that and then, and running (laughs) with it.
2: Yeah, totally. It's kind of surreal that like I've released the music um, and people have been listening to it and responding and all the stuff that I haven't like performed it live in a room. And I, I, it's kind of something to look forward to.
0: Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Now, do you do training exercises for your voice?
2: Yeah, I do. Like I, I was trained, like I had a lot of lessons at school, so I, I, I'm definitely, you know, I feel like now I got to a place where I kind of got the technique, Ingrained in my in my like throat and my brain, so I try to like not think too technically now when I sing and try to think right. from the heart more. But like it's necessary. You know, when I was twenty, I think I got a vocal nodule and I had to have it like uh-huh. like operated out. So wow. I, it's really important to to have the training so that you're not going to hurt your throat.
0: Wow. Now, what direction do you you think that um, you want to focus more on as far as your musical styles? in what way well you you've done so many different types of music um and so many in so many different kind of genres type uh in a way yeah and so i'm wondering are you going to keep doing that variety or are you going to say okay i want to stick to this kind of genre and just stay with it and that will be my main focus
2: i mean i first of all don't really premeditate the music i kind of let it flow and come through so Uh it's like coming from a place of truth and honesty but i also i think i you know a lot of it is coming from the the 60s and 70s soul motown blues jazz because like that's my favorite way to sing and and like really feels true in my heart to sing that way um and it just feels like me but again it has to be pop it has to have a catchy melody it has to feel modern and fresh
0: Nice. Now, do, mm-hmm. you, do you see you and Brayden doing a song together?
2: I would love that. Like, we do karaoke at home and it's so fun. <laughs> <laughs> we would love to do that.
0: <laughs> that needs to be an Instagram video for yes. <laughs>
2: Yeah, that would be fun.
0: Oh, that's great. That's great. Well, what about uh, maybe you actually recording a song with your mother? Or maybe all three of you guys doing wow. a song together?
2: I have no idea like maybe one day,
1: who knows? Yes <laughs> mm-hmm. And, you know with the other types of songs that um, like the other singles you've done, um you have music videos for those. um mm-hmm. By the way, just amazing like all of them like I can't even, there's no words, but <laughs> in one of them um uh and pale. Wow mm-hmm. we're going into that one there because yes you have lyrics yes you have um you have the harmony and the melodies and whatnot but it's so light and at the same time so much involved in it um when yeah. I watched, when I listened to it I felt so many feelings but at the same time like I felt like the message was about glowing and you know like, the lighting of just you and um, loving yourself. Can you describe a little mm. bit more, like, when you're singing it, what's going through your mind or what what you want to release or express?
2: You know, I think in life, like, when we go through pain or a dark time or struggle, it, it does, you know, we get stronger through it and we're mm. able to recognize the, how lucky we are when, when we have the the good stuff in life so that kind of appreciation for the positive builds when we go through hard times um, so you know the song has that in it of I went through a very difficult time where I, I lost this close friend of mine and uh-huh. um, you know they passed away and um, how do you learn from that How how do you get through that and where do like i'm also thinking about like where are they going like is there this network of heavens or you know the universe or right. you know are they going into a place of light like where, where is it that we go when we pass do we go somewhere and, and trying to pull out the, the 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 moments of learning and the moments of growth through those painful times
1: mhm yeah definitely And then also your other uh, music video in the wild that one i love too not only because of the song but the music video it's art and i say that because when you were talking about um well well first off i want to touch on like the colors and black and white your outfit you had like black and white on your photographs black and white but like the colorings like that you had in the music video, I feel like they were specifically um, chosen. Um, right. And then like towards the end, even though it's still black and white, like with the outfits, like your surroundings, the um, over like, like exterior stuff, there's colors. So what, did you have a part in that direction or is, was that suggested?
2: You know, the, the song is about being in a city which feels very gray and repressive and colorless and, and pining for that place of feeling free and feeling like you're in a place that feels more vibrant and kind of the magic of going to nature or and, and feeling like a sense of peace in mm-hmm. that place. Um and yeah i mean the the video shows the contrast of of the gray the black and white city feeling and then you go you step into this kind of like otherworldly kind of it's quite like metallic but shimmering kind of blues and greens and silvers um of the kind of more the more natural world
0: wow yeah very nice. now you also did music for uh BBC Discovery Channel's uh, docuseries, Serengeti. And how was that experience? How did that come about? Tell me a little bit about that.
2: Um, so I was asked to be the singing voice for um, the show, Serengeti, which is on the BBC over in the UK. And it was uh-huh. Will, Grig- Re- Sorry, Will Gregory from Frap, uh uh-huh. was the composer of the music. And the music was kind of there to depict the stories and experiences of the animals. So it's kind of like a key into understanding um, what you're seeing on screen more. And, you know, the show shows animals, not just for like a screenshot, like a snapshot in time. It shows Uh animals for months and months, like over time. And you see their stories and their lives evolving. And you really get to know like what it's actually like for animals living out there.
0: Wow. Wow very nice right Right. and I
1: think I had read too that um you'd sang the lyrics for specific animals how was that experience
2: right yeah so each song is that it's like partnered with a, a moment that you see on screen where an animal is going through a particular thing so like there was like a lioness who'd been ostracized by her pride and the lyrics are kind of explaining what that animal is going through and what she's kind of thinking um and there's a hyena whose mum was killed by lions and uh, mul- like multiple other animals that kind of explain what what's happening to them
0: wow wow very nice <laughs> yes, very nice yes so so of course everybody is going to know that uh Annie is your mother of course but you have your separate talent, what do you want the world to see your legacy as separate from being the daughter of Annie Lennox and your mother producing some of your stuff or working with your mother? What legacy do you want that is specific to Lola Lennox?
2: I think the most important thing about music is that it really has the power to touch people and to make people tune into a part of themselves, whether it's happy or whether it's sad or any kind of emotion and, and feel it, um, uh-huh. feel it wholeheartedly. And music is something that can really uplift the spirits or it can kind of be this cathartic healing power. Um, so, you know, that's kind of what I try to, I would, you know, to think that maybe my music can touch people in that way is, is really meaningful to me.
0: Very nice. And it mm-hmm. does. Yes. It does. Mm-hmm. It is very, very oh, thank incredible. you. Yes. Yes. We've been complimenting you this whole show. Yes. I, I'm You're so sweet. Yeah. <laughs> I feel
2: very flattered. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, it's, I'm sitting here think I'm sitting here calculating how many times we said, oh my gosh, this is great. You know, I'm sitting there going, this oh. the, <laughs> this poor woman is sitting here looking, this is the oddest interview I've ever had. But no, that, such, uh, uh, yeah, no it's great. Same
2: t- I love it. Keep them coming. Thank you. <laughs> well, at yes. the same time,
1: it's very, I don't want to say deep, but it is on so many levels, um, just with meaning and instrumentation and your singing. It's a powerhouse.
0: It is. It, it definitely Thank is. You. It is. So so being this is, of course, going to be a Valentine's Day uh, show, I have to ask, how, how long have you and Brayton been together? Three years three years and are you able to say how you guys met and could you give maybe our listeners a little bit of a secret of trying to find the one
2: sure so we met through a friend like her her boyfriend at the time knew brayden because they'd worked together um i think it was in italy and um they met brayden one night and she was like oh you need to meet my friend lola Uh and so she just put us together on a text chain and i was kind of a bit like you know it's la i'd kind of been a bit burnt in la and i was like yeah maybe like who knows i I Uh didn't really get any hopes up i was just like yeah
0: but then we (laughs) met and we clicked
2: we clicked instantly and it was like um it was just like we're so similar and the minute we met we were just talking 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 like such such a strong connection
0: nice Nice. So would you, so do you, you, you guys thinking maybe wedding bells eventually in the future, or is that too early to ask?
2: Yeah, we're thinking eventually for sure.
0: Yes. Very nice. Mm. Very nice. Well, you guys are definitely a beautiful couple. I mean, you can tell the connection Mm -hmm. and, you know, I, I think the one thing that that inspired us. Of course, Willie and I, we've been together for 21 years and a lot of people ask us how, how it was for us. And I go, you know, it just has to come naturally and seeing you two together, it shows that it Mm -hmm. shows very much a natural connection. And I think the biggest advice that we always tell people, especially when it comes to Valentine's day is just, you know, let it happen naturally don't expect it and Mm -hmm. you'll you never know you'll you'll get what you're looking for so yeah absolutely yes totally absolutely well tell everybody where they can find your music and download your songs
2: um so i'm on spotify apple music all the streaming platforms youtube uh i'm on instagram as lola lennox and twitter as lola underscore lennox um yeah
0: very nice well, uh, Lola, I have to say thank you so much for being on our show. Yes, this has been so great. Thank you it's... for
2: having me. It yes. was nice to chat. Yes, and, and thank you both for being such passionate music lovers. I can really tell that you love culture and music, and it's, it's great to see people who um, are inspired in that way.
0: Absolutely, yeah. absolutely, and we totally are looking forward <laughs> to hearing more of you and possibly seeing more of you yes and and when you do get on that stage and perform in front of an audience i guarantee you we will be on the front row i agree uh cheering you on (laughs) and you know it it's just you're so talented and it's just i i can't wait any longer to hear more (laughs) it's just incredible like that so thank you so much for being on our show and you and brayden and your mom of course. All the best to you guys. You, you take care of yourself and have a great Valentine's Day and keep the high spirits and, um, you know, keep loving what you do. So thank you.
2: Great, thank you so much. It was nice to chat and I hope you both have a lovely rest of your day. The
0: girl has definitely got some talent and totally going places. Yes! We want to thank Lola for coming on our show and giving us another great episode of What About Our Life with Chris and Will. Next week we have an all new episode with all new topics and of course an all new celebrity guest.
1: Go to our official website at chrisandwill.com Instagram at chris.com
0: and that uh, will and Facebook under The Real Prince Charming. Of course. And you know, I strongly suggest checking out her new song. It is so good. Oh my goodness, yes. It is so (laughs) totally good. I mean, a mix of so many different artists. You can check it out on iTunes. You can also check it out on YouTube. So please go check it out. But we do want to thank all of you for joining us and keeping us going. Uh Uh-huh, of course.
1: And also again, be sure to go to Lola's website to check out her new music at lolalenox.com.
0: Always know, you guys, especially for Valentine's Day, that love is within you. So take advantage of giving and receiving love Equally, That's what makes us great. Happy Valentine's Day to you. And no matter how you celebrate this year, be sure to take care of yourself. Always remember we love you. We thank you. And remember to love yourself and the world will love you in return. But for now, we got to go. Bye. Bye. Today's episode was a Chris Will production broadcasted on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google, Apple, Amazon Music, and other podcast media platforms. Show host Christopher L. Ante and William Ante. Show guest Lola Lennox. Chris Will show assistant Ginger Lutz Ross. Chris Will show creative consultant Tony Ross. Show introduction voiceover Tony Ross. Recorded at the Chris Will Studios in Celebration, Florida. Produced by Chris Will, a Cali, New York company. Copyright Chris Will, all rights reserved. ChrisandWill.com for contact and other event details. Produced February 2021.